Want to hear a married couple fight over who's the greatest of all time, Jordan or LeBron? Absolutely. And it's Jordan. It's definitely not. But listen to our podcast, The Greatest, to hear who really is. Listen to The Greatest on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Thursday morning on the 50,000 watt front porch. So glad you've dropped by. Right now, our first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the coronavirus snuck up on us. More in one minute. The president says we're at war against the virus. Is he right? He's being called a racist for referring to it as the Chinese virus. Is he? We'll talk next on Good Morning Orlando. 601 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The worldwide total of coronavirus cases is now over 220,000, and some 9,000 people have died. More than 85,000 of those who had coronavirus have recovered. Here in the U.S., the number of cases tops 9,400. The death toll is more than 150. President Trump is signing off on a coronavirus relief bill. The sweeping measure provides free testing for the coronavirus, some paid sick leave for workers, and boosts unemployment benefits. Trump says the coronavirus snuck up on us and our system wasn't ready for it. We inherited a very obsolete system. This was a system that was uh, out of date, obsolete, or it was a system that was never meant to take care of the number of people that we're talking about, millions and millions of people. At a White House briefing, Trump claimed there is ongoing progress in the effort to distribute more coronavirus test kits. He also announced a way to help expedite U.S. production of medical equipment. We'll be invoking the Defense Production Act just in case we need it. Trump said he feels as though he's now a wartime president fighting an invisible enemy. And we'll have more from the commander-in-chief in this war in a moment. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in Florida continues to rise. The Department of Health is now reporting 328 people have tested positive statewide and eight people have died. As cases mount in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis says the state wants to make sure there are enough hospital beds for those who are seriously ill. You want to have a system in place so that people, run-of-the-mill COVID-19 patients who do not require hospitalization um, are able to get, uh, you know, diagnosed, tested, and then be able to be in self-isolation without that clogging the hospital systems. 80% of those who catch COVID-19 only have mild cases. We'll have more on the local impact of coronavirus in the Orlando area coming up at 6.30. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Some scientists are calling yesterday's earthquake in Utah a warning, especially for newer residents. It could have been much worse, and so... Uh, it is a wake-up call. Many people move here. They don't know earthquakes happen in, in Utah. Even people that have lived here their whole life, they might not have felt uh, something like this. Keith Coper, who's the director of seismograph stations at the University of Utah, says the 5.7 magnitude quake near Magna in the Salt Lake City area was the type scientists like because it calls attention to being aware and prepared for bigger earthquakes. 
The Tom Brady era in Tampa Bay is still on hold. Whoa. NFL Network reports the two sides have yet to finalize a deal hitting a snag over contract language. Talks are extending into today, but the deal with Brady is still expected to get done. The 42-year-old quarterback leaving the New England Patriots after 20 seasons and six Super Bowl championships to sign with the Bucks. It's going to get done, I guess. Boy, wasn't it something to see that photoshopped um, uh, picture of him in a Bucks uniform and helmet? All those years as a Patriot, it was Super hard Bowl see. champs this year. Could happen, Yaffe. Uh, yeah. See that? You're we'll going like to see Brady in a whole new light. If, I don't know what you're talking about. I love Tom uh, Brady. Oh, listen to you. Yeah, that's all going to happen <laughs> if we have a football season. Exactly. Well, more on that coming up. Yeah, WFLA News Time is 6.05. A cheating husband gets coronavirus and gets caught after a tryst in Italy. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us as our life, like it or not, in coronavirus world rolls on. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage from all angles, and we definitely want to take your temperature figuratively on how you're feeling about all of the latest developments and what may lie ahead. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. Let's dive right in, Mike. Uh, uh, that will be Mike in there. Yeah. This would right, be Alan. I'd like to dive in. Cue the break, Yaffe. No, go ahead, Alan. <laughs> okay, we can get name tags if you need them, bud. Man, what is that? I don't know what's happening to me here. <laughs> I'm on overload. Alan Spector reporting that uh, <laughs> oh. we'll have an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 6.06. Headlines right now, the coronavirus impact on the economy. Uh, The stock market has now given up just about all the gains it has made under President Trump. Hard to imagine. Trading was halted for 15 minutes yesterday. The fourth time in less than two weeks, a circuit breaker kicked in because of dramatic declines. The Dow lost 1,338 points yesterday to drop to 19,899. The S&P 500 fell 131 points. The Nasdaq dropped 345. Last I saw, the Dow futures were down again for today's trading session. Uh, Full information, the very latest on the markets, and analysis with Gina Cervetti in the Bloomberg Business Report coming up at 635. Be here for that for sure. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. The president definitely took on his role in commander's commander in chief now with a coronavirus. The president yesterday, and you will hear this, came up multiple times as uh, he took the lead in the coronavirus task force briefing once again at the White House. Here is the president declaring war on the coronavirus, a wartime president putting the nation on a war footing. I would like to begin uh, by announcing some important developments in our war against the 
Chinese virus. Do you consider America to be on a wartime footing in terms of fighting this virus? I do. I actually do. I'm looking at it that way. We're going to win this war. That is so important. We've had to do in order to win this war. It's a war. After the war is won, we can immediately go right back up to where we were. But we have to win the war first. Because of what we have to do to get rid of, to win this war. There you go. So you tell me, is the president over the top with this, calling the fight against this invisible enemy, the coronavirus, a war? I would absolutely say it is a war. I would say we are on a war footing. We are fighting an invisible enemy. We can't see it. But worst-case scenario reports now say, take a deep breath, the coronavirus could kill 500,000 Americans in the next year. There are other reports saying if you really want to go draconian, it could be a couple of million. If it kills 500,000, it will have killed more Americans in a year than either cancer or heart disease. And keep this in mind. In the Vietnam War, we lost 58,000 Americans, our troops overseas. Not a single war casualty on American soil that I was aware of. In World War II, against Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan, with our very way of life at stake, we lost about 600,000 Americans, all overseas. No war fought here. Our civil war claimed about the same number of lives, 600,000, back in the 1860s. When you look at the numbers here and you look at the Trump contingency planning, and there's a report on this that indicates we could be where we are now and worse fighting this war for the next 18 months, you realize I think it's appropriate to use that terminology. I don't think it's melodramatic. I don't think it's alarmist. I don't think it's a scare tactic. I don't think it's an ego thing for our commander-in-chief to say it. Yaffe, this is a war. Yeah, and I think it's there's a reason why he keeps saying it. He's trying to get the American people to understand what we're facing. I mean, when you talk about possibly a million deaths or two million deaths, that's something the American people need to understand and prepare for. And it's like a war. And the gut-wrenching economic sacrifice now already. I mean, you, you, it, you can't call it anything other than a war when you're calling for this kind of national sacrifice. Why else would you do it right. unless this were a war? Melissa, is that the right term to use? Yeah, I guess so, because we use the war term on a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, the war on drugs, the war on this, the war on that. So why not? It's appropriate. I think it is. You tell me. The president says we're at war. Do you see it that way? 407-916-5400. If not, that's fine. We welcome opposing points of view, but be ready to explain either way. 407-916-5400. It's a talk show. Our callers on the phone get priority, but we love our textures. We know how convenient that is for you, and we, we respect that, and we love it. Uh, 23680, and give us your first name in town if you'd like, and we'll include it uh, when we when we bring up what you have to say. I can tell you uh, it's an all-out economic war here. Phase one was the $8 billion relief package passed by the House and, and then passed by the Senate yesterday, signed, uh, signed off on very quickly by the president, okay? Phase two is providing this uh, free coronavirus testing, ensuring paid emergency leave for those infected, 
or caring for a family member with the illness. But boy, at 7 o'clock, you need to be here for what they're thinking of on Phase 3 in Congress. And Lindsey Graham, Senator from South Carolina, very influential Republican, says there's strong bipartisan support for what he is advocating that dwarfs the concept of sending out a $1,000 check to every American in April and doing it again in May. That's got a $500 billion price tag to it. He is talking about something incredible. Income replacement for the duration of this coronavirus crisis. It is even, it's just unimaginable what that would cost and, and how, how the economy of the United States or the government of the United States would somehow be able to do it and recover from it. But maybe it's that or, or we're just, you know, I mean, we're in an unimaginable, untenable situation. Stay tuned at 7 o'clock for what Lindsey Graham has to say. It's not widely reported, but I caught it yesterday on Fox, and you need to hear it. Oh, in the mix yesterday, the reporters in the White House were calling the president a racist for saying it's the Chinese virus. Boy, have we got them caught for the hypocrites they are. We're going to nail them here in just a moment. 407-916-5400, text us at 23680. By the way, for calling it the Chinese virus repeatedly, is the president a racist? Is that racist terminology? That, and do you think this really is a war? You can weigh in on either at 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Quick update now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. We'll do it in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. In the war against the coronavirus, President Trump is signing off on a coronavirus relief bill. That's our headline at this hour. The sweeping measure provides free testing for the coronavirus, some paid sick leave for workers, boosts unemployment benefits. The bill was approved by the Senate 90 to 8 yesterday. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning on Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando at iHeart Radio Station. Priority for our callers. It's a talk show. Mike, good morning from Grand Island. You're on with the Bud Man and the gang on Good Morning Orlando. Hello, Mike. Hey, good morning, Bud. Um, just wanted to let, give my two cents. I'm a fire department captain, and I've been a firefighter for 25 years, and I've never seen any mobilization quite like what we're going through now for an illness. I think that everybody should make sure that they realize that whether they're voting for Trump or Biden or Sanders, we all have to come together in a time of war, release our inhibitions about who we think is the best president and come together for Americans. And that means that a time of sacrifice is not only upon us, it's incumbent upon us to make sure we're doing what our fellow man needs as a Christian. I think you're a great patriot, Mike, and that is eloquently stated. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you, brother. Bob, you're in Longwood with thoughts on this. We got a war going here or what? Yes, we do have a war going on. And I think uh, Trump should take martial law in this country. I, I got a feeling that this is going to spread. It's gonna, I don't want to see a new administration come in there. And I want to see Trump have martial law. Now, do you understand what that would mean, martial law? Yes. It, it's the, 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 the literal definition of it is the imposition of direct military control of normal civilian functions by the U.S. government. Are you ready for that? Yes, the National Guard already is doing that. 
I mean, I mean, what are we talking about here? What if, what if it were the actual U.S. military beyond the National Guard, guns drawn, tanks rolling? Are you, are you saying that's where we need to go? That's where we need to go to stop this. Wow. Powerful. Is the president a racist? That's the other question on the table. Listen to the president's opening line at yesterday's coronavirus briefing at the White House. I would like to begin uh, by announcing some important developments in our war against the Chinese virus. Oh, we called it the Chinese virus. He's a racist. Reporters at the White House briefing went after the president for using that term, saying it's racist to say that. Listen to this and how the president handled these self-righteous liberal anti-Trumpers in the White House press corps. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. (laughs) It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why comes from China. I want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, It comes from China. And that's why we call it the Chinese virus. Okay, you hypocrites in the Trump-hating media, listen to this montage. Melissa found this for us this morning. Recent weeks, the media, the, you're going to hear and hear, among others, CNN's Trump-hating Don Lemon, one of their anchors, MSNBC anchors, and others. This is them in recent weeks. The, the Chinese coronavirus yeah, that they've been that's not The first U.S. case of Chinese coronavirus. The Chinese coronavirus. Uh, this is coming as the Chinese coronavirus. China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus. Outbreak anxiety. The death toll nearly doubles in China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus. Just how bad is China's coronavirus crisis? China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus outbreak. China's coronavirus. China's coronavirus. China's coronavirus. China's coronavirus. But Mr. President, why do you keep using the term Chinese virus? Oh, wait a minute. We've been using it for, oh, no. Busted. Come on. That is the height of hypocrisy, Alan, any way you slice it. You don't get on the president and suggest he's a racist when the media's been calling it that for weeks. Yeah, I think the racist charge is strong in this case. Strong? Uh, Outrageous. Outrageous. Say it. Yes, that's what I mean. Is this a war? Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think we all agree with that. Yeah, everybody's got to get on board on this. Yeah. Amen. And to that end, Alan, you're doing a super job getting us up to date with just an incredible volume of coronavirus-related news that people need to know about locally, statewide, and nationally. What's coming? Coronavirus means tough times in the Orlando area and a plea for uh, blood donors. Or bud donors. Bud donors. We're just, bud giving, donors. just giving a bud man away That's here. That's it. <laughs> has a lot of implications. I'm available. A plea for blood donors in the midst of this pandemic. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 628 on Good Morning Orlando. 
As I said, Alan's going to keep you up to date on everything going on with the coronavirus, and uh, it's massive, the amount of information coming our way to share with you. Let's start at the local level, shall we, Alan? Bud, the number of coronavirus cases in Orange County is rising. The Florida Department of Health announced yesterday that five more county residents had contracted the illness since the day before. That brings the total number of cases to 11. Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings tells residents things are going to be tough for some time. I want our residents to know that this is going to be uh, an uncomfortable period of time that we're going to be living within for the next several weeks, perhaps uh, several months. Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer says the city is facing tough times, but we have lots of company. Our residents and our businesses are certainly, as Mayor Demings has indicated, already experiencing financial strain. This is an unprecedented and trying time, not just here in Central Florida, but nationwide and around the world. And Jerry Demings said more area hotels will close this week. The Hyatt Regency on iDrive announced its closing as of today until May 3rd. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Orange County's 25,000 teachers will not have to show up for work on Monday. The teachers were not happy after the school district had ordered them to report next week to prepare lessons for distance learning. But last night, Superintendent Barbara Jenkins sent teachers a message saying, we heard your concerns and urged them to stay tuned for more details on training and planning to be done virtually. Nine more people in Volusia County are testing positive for coronavirus. Sheriff Mike Chitwood announced last night there are now 56 being monitored, including 17 people in DeLand. Two members of Congress have the coronavirus. Mario Diaz-Ballard of South Florida first announced that he was diagnosed. Shortly after, Utah Congressman Ben McAdams said he too is fighting the disease. Of course, it's a bipartisan disease here. One's a Republican, one's a Democrat. You know, I mean, this this virus will infect anybody. Plays it right down the line, doesn't yeah. it? Blood donations are way down as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Susan Forbes of One Blood is urging donors to roll up their sleeves. When we're looking at schools being closed and businesses closed, all of that impacts the blood supply because that's where we go to have blood drives. So I'm asking now for the community's help to be able to get creative on how to have blood drives in a time like this. Forbes says donating blood is perfectly safe and that additional protocols have been put in place, including social distancing on the big red bus and at donor centers. To find the bus or center nearest you, go to oneblood.org and enter your zip code. We're going to be interviewing Susan Forbes, who's the vice president of corporate communications for One Blood, essentially the blood bank here in central Florida. That will be in about one hour. So, folks, be here. Um, they really need your help. Donations are way down. An astronaut who flew on Apollo 15 is dead. Al Warden became an astronaut for NASA back in 1966. He was a command module pilot on Apollo 15 and also served as a U.S. Air Force colonel. Al Warden was 88. WFLA News Time, 635. Good morning, Orlando continues with Gina Cervetti and the Bloomberg Business Report. Working from home again up north, Gina, welcome to Good Morning, Orlando. Good morning, bud. So I looked earlier and the futures looked like they were tanking again. It's been kind of an up and down thing is that volatility you said mm -hmm. we needed to get used to, right? 
That's right. We've watched those stock futures fluctuate this morning, in fact, between losses and gains. Right now, they're down. We've got the Dow futures down about 335 points. That's a decline of about 1.5%. Investors are trying to assess the effectiveness of the economic and the financial support measures that are being put into place, not only in Washington, but by other global policymakers to battle the pandemic and its impact. We are seeing oil starting to turn around a little bit this morning. It's up about 13%, but hovering above $23 a barrel. Yesterday, it fell 24%, leaving prices at a low we haven't seen in about two decades. Yeah, that, we really, did, that is an unbelievable price for a barrel of oil, which was more than twice that just a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Right. But what we're seeing, not only is there this concern about demand amid the pandemic, we have this price war going on between Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia and Russia. So it's kind of a double whammy there for oil right yep, now. Sure is. And as you mentioned, um, it was another ugly day for Wall Street yesterday. Economic fallout, in investors' view, is outpacing the speed of the efforts to get some of these economic packages in place and also ways to stem the actual spread of the coronavirus itself. So we had the S&P and the NASDAQ down about 5%. The Dow slid 6% to its lowest in three years. After the market closed, the Senate passed a second stimulus package, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. The Bloomberg Orlando Index was down yesterday as well, as you might imagine. Just want to note, too, the New York Stock Exchange now is temporarily shutting its trading floors starting Monday. They'll move to fully electronic trading. An employee and a person who work on the floor both tested positive for the virus this week. That's unprecedented, isn't it, that they would make that move? Um, no, it's not unprecedented. Oh, really? um, well, they, they've closed completely before, after 9-11 and also right. after Hurricane Sandy. So, but But... Now we have this ability more and more to do things electronically. The CME in Chicago already moved to this. So, so New to, York Stock Exchange happening on, on Monday. But I'd be right to say that going all electronic would be unique, right? That would be new. Um, you know what, but I, I, okay. I don't know for sure. Not I can't important. Say. Not important. So much more we need to talk about. Uh, the flip side of the oil situation is uh, we're getting a break at the pumps. We're seeing prices all over the place sinking down through the 190s, which we never would have imagined we would see again. So there, wow. there is a positive side for consumers. What else do you have? Well, this phase two bill that the president just signed in response to the uh, pandemic, the centerpiece of this legislation gives workers at companies with fewer than 500 employees up to 12 weeks of paid family and sick leave to deal with the virus-related matters. Now, this would include staying at home to care for kids whose schools are closed. It also sends tens of billions in fresh aid to the states. We've got this phase three bill worth over a trillion dollars that's still in the works. That's the one that includes direct payments to Americans. Oh, and it even includes perhaps more than that. Lindsey Graham is talking about some unbelievable measures. We'll play his cuts in our 7 o'clock hour. Glad you mentioned that. The jobless claims numbers coming out today. This could get a little ugly, I would imagine, Gina. Yeah, we've got some numbers from a couple of states, bud, that tell a, a story here that's not good. Ohio 
saw almost 78,000 jobless claim applications in the past three days, about 14 times the total from the week before. Illinois has received more than 41,000 claims over the past two days. Uh, that's about 10 times more than what they were looking at last year at this time. Compare these numbers to total jobless claims of just 211,000 for the week ending March 7th. But what market observers and employment observers are saying is the full effect of these job losses probably won't be evident until the April employment report. And that's not due out until May 8th. Now, before you go, we've been hearing a lot about uh, vaccine trials and it's a vaccine still for the coronavirus, perhaps a year or a little more out. Um, but they're also trying to find some drugs that if you get the coronavirus can make it more bearable for you. What's going on with that? Well, we've got some news today. Separate tr trials on patients in China yielded mixed results. An HIV pill from AbV showed little benefit. There was some hope on that front. There's other research, though, that a flu-like treatment made by Fujifilm showed that it helped clear the virus from patients a week earlier than this HIV medicine and was also associated with improved chest symptoms shown on CT scans. And one financial analyst said that latter research does provide some hope for another antiviral experimental drug from Gilead Sciences. That one's also undergoing some clinical trials in China. Thanks for giving us a handle on that. That's an important element of this whole coronavirus story. Gina Cervetti with the Bloomberg Business Report every morning right here at 635. Have a good day, and we'll catch you tomorrow, Gina. You too, bud. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. Coming up here in a moment, the president's top economic advisor on the cost of beating the coronavirus. And he has a message to those of you who own stocks and are freaking out. In a moment, after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now. The coronavirus could disrupt Easter for Florida's Catholics. Dioceses around the state announced yesterday they are suspending in-church services and other gatherings, possibly until after Easter. Many churches will be holding Mass online. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories for you on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. Good morning, Orlando. The Budman, Alan Yaffe, and the Fox with you until 9 o'clock. Much to come. Right now, the top economic advisor for the president, Larry Kudlow, on Fox yesterday afternoon. I was watching and the show uh, Bill Hammer now anchors, Shep Smith's old show. Man, do I love Hammer uh, much more than I love Shep. No doubt about that. He is a class act and a real pro. Anyway, the question, uh, what's the uh, war on coronavirus going to cost, Larry? Well, look, I don't know. As I say, we priced out a package, $1.3 trillion. If it yeah. takes more than that, we will do more than that. I mean... That, by the way, I don't want to belittle it. We have to deal with debt and deficits at some point down the road. But during crises or wars, you've got to sort of not worry about borrowing. This country is so strong, and our credit is so good, and our currency is so reliable that we can afford to borrow money. Right now, the average cost would be 30 or 40 basis points. That's all. That's a very tiny price to pay to invest into men and women and small businesses mm -hmm. and so forth to keep the economy going.
If you're a fiscal conservative as I am, that's a little hard to swallow. How are you feeling about what you just heard from Larry Kudlow? Here he is again. The question, what does Larry Kudlow have to say to the millions of Americans, and you may well be among them, watching their investments shrink and their 401ks go up in smoke? I'll say what I always say, Bill. You've got to be an investor for the long term. I lived through the 1987 crash. I was a Wall Street economist. I lived through the 2001 problem. I lived through the 2008-2009 problem. I was a broadcaster then. We went way down. It was very difficult at the time, but we've come way back. All right, now we're getting hit by another crisis it is not a man in a mm-hmm. sense it's not a man-made crisis it's not it's not a policy crisis but you've got to look at these investments for the long term okay, i've fair, said this Mnuchin has said this you know yeah. th- the market is really very attractive okay that's larry kudlow my question to you is how are you dealing with the plunging stock prices and what's happened to your 401k how are you feeling about it all? Are you going to hang in there? Got a little advice from our friends at Market Watch in that regard here in just a moment. But I'd love to hear from you. Priority for our callers at 407 916 5400. We'll get you on. And our textures always welcome at 23680. Another coronavirus headline locally. Lakeland uh, based Publix is once again changing store hours to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The grocery store chain said earlier this week it plans to close stores by 8 o'clock each night. And yesterday it announced openings each day will now be delayed until 8 a.m. The change is designed to give workers more time to sanitize the stores and restock the shelves at Publix. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories. We'll keep it up all morning for you on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play WFLA Orlando. How are you handling what's happening to your stock portfolio and your 401k? How do you feel about Larry Kudlow's comments that they'll spend whatever they have or frankly don't have because we're deeply in debt to combat the coronavirus? You know, but I talked to my financial advisor the other day right after I helped him in at the ledge. And uh, <laughs> you were out there together, weren't you? Yeah, he said <laughs> we talked uh, both of ourselves out of jumping. Uh, but he said, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for a while. He said, expect a recession, a sharp one, but a quick one. But he said things will come back eventually stronger than before. That's kind of like in the same vein of what we're hearing from our good friends at Market Watch. They say retirement savers don't panic. Leave your 401k money right where it is. Keep making regular contributions to your 401k like you always have. And remember, Market Watch points out, and it's really true, you haven't lost money until your investments are sold. Your only loss is on paper unless you sell now. Yeah, and now you're buying stock at a cheaper price. It's coming in on the text line regarding all of this. Yeah, one person says, uh, my 401k is now a 201k. (laughs) Another person said, do not sell any of your stocks. The stock market will rebound once this pandemic is over. You should be buying more shares at a discount price right now. 
Bob from Polk City checks in. He says, bye, 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 and bye again one year from now. You'll be glad you did. How's he spelling bye? B-U-Y. <laughs> like bye-bye? No, no, not bye-bye-bye. B-U-Y. Very Got important it. distinction. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, and that's it is. just what I was saying. You know, <laughs> you can now buy stock at a cheaper price, so you'll benefit later on. Yes, mm-hmm. one of my, our textures says they bought Carnival stock at 40 bucks. It was as high as 73 Now it's $9. <laughs> I'm just going to let... Oof, and go in all my 401k ride. Because <laughs> someday those ships are going to sail again, you know. They're not going to scuttle them and sink them to the bottom of the Atlantic. I mean, come on. And they're not going to let vines grow up around the Magic Kingdom either. You know, Disney's a heck of a buy. And there'll be some good uh, deals, I think, when they sail again. Oh, somebody's mm-hmm. a resident of Budtopia, I see, on the text line. Yeah, yeah it says, um, in Budtopia, we might have choices on what to do. But here in reality, we've got no choice. We have to borrow. What else are we going to do? We can't do nothing. There you go. Oh, by the way, a lot of you who are no longer working where you worked, but you're working from home, no longer are listening to us in the car, maybe some of you would like to be able to listen to us a new way at home, or at least technologically a relatively new way, and we can help you do that. Just add News Radio WFLA to your smart speaker. And say, Alexa, play News Radio Orlando on iHeartRadio or Google Play WFLA Orlando. And Melissa, um, if folks haven't caught on to this yet, we are bringing you special coronavirus updates, right? Yes, that's correct. We have coronavirus updates multiple times, but every hour, so we'll keep you in the know. All kinds of information mm-hmm. beyond our talk segments and Alan's news. Speaking of which, It's almost 7 o'clock. What's coming? President Trump looking for an easier coronavirus test. And what does Gronk have to do with WrestleMania? Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 6.58 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here in a Thursday edition of the show at 7 o'clock. Time for another check on Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic. Right now, for you on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, and there's no end in sight to this headline coronavirus cases still on the rise. More in one minute. And you talk about money madness infecting Washington, D.C. Wait till you hear Lindsey Graham's income replacement plan. And you will next on Good Morning Orlando. 702 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Another day, thousands more coronavirus cases worldwide. Now more than 220,000 with some 9,000 deaths. The total in the U.S., more than 9,400 cases and at least 150 deaths. President Trump is signing a multi-billion dollar coronavirus aid package. The bipartisan measure passed by Congress yesterday includes provisions for paid leave benefits, unemployment benefits, and free diagnostic testing for the virus. 
The president claims there is ongoing progress in the effort to distribute more coronavirus test kits. We're going to see if we can do a self-swab, which is be a lot more popular, I can tell you that. And that would be administered also by a health official, but it would be a lot easier to do. During a White House briefing, Trump said his administration is looking for an easier testing process than the current one. The current process that's uh, not very Nice to do, I can tell you, because I did it. President Trump announced that he's invoking the Defense Production Act just in case it's needed. The Defense Act would help expedite U.S. production of medical equipment. Um, on that front and the test, I thought I understood what a coronavirus swab test was. I did not, and maybe some folks are with me on that. In a moment, you're going to hear a young man who had it describe what they do, and that's why it makes the president squirm. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in Florida continues to rise. The Department of Health now reporting 328 people have tested positive statewide and eight people have died. Governor Ron DeSantis says there's clearly been community spread of coronavirus in two South Florida counties. If you look in Florida right now, you know, we have about 50% of our cases are Miami-Dade and Broward counties. Um, the rest are kind of spread out here, there. Some counties don't, I think a majority of our counties still don't have any or close to, don't have any positive tests yet. DeSantis said he's trying to learn from other countries such as South Korea that have had success containing the spread of COVID-19. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The town of Magna, near Salt Lake City in Utah, is declaring a local state of emergency following yesterday's 5.7 magnitude earthquake. The city's historic Main Street was closed after the quake caused extensive damage to buildings and displaced several residents. This has deemed them uh, to be unsafe for humans to be near right now. Uh, we have a big concern with that and any aftershocks and what could uh, continue to deteriorate. Fire Department spokesman Matthew McFarland said inspectors are going from building to building in Magna to determine their safety. Everybody survived, though, at last report. Am I right on that? That is correct. Good. Retired New England Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski will host WrestleMania next month. The annual WWE event was scheduled for April 5th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, but will now take place over two nights, April 4th and 5th, on a closed set at the WWE's Performance Center in Orlando. Gronk tweeted he'll explain his role and the new format tomorrow on Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Be good to have Gronk in town. WFLA News time is 7.06. Oregon police urge residents, don't call 911 over toilet paper shortages. <laughs> that story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. Good Thursday morning, Orlando. But heading around, Inspector Mike Jaffe, Melissa Fox here till 9 o'clock. That was very interesting where the president said, you know, we're working on a different type of swab test here. He obviously was tested, and he tested negative for coronavirus. But you could tell he wasn't specific, but he didn't like what they did to him, did he? Well, you know, <laughs> testing is not about comfort. It's about finding out if you have coronavirus or not. But I thought they just kind of swabbed inside your cheek or something like they do for other things. It's not that. Listen right now, if you've been wondering, as I was, and maybe I'm the only one who didn't quite get it, 
what the president says is so unpleasant about the current test for coronavirus. Uh, listen to this young man who, um, who says what they did to him. Well, they take a swab and they stick it up your nose all the way down to your throat. Um, feels like you're going to suffocate or something. You're probably going to cough. I don't know, Yaffe. I think I'd rather die. That just sounds awful. <laughs> uh, I would rather not die. I, I'll, yeah. I'll risk it. Man, but... that's just nasty. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. That kid mm-hmm. sounded okay. He He'll survived right. the test. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Thought he was going to suffocate, he said. Oh. oh. I, I've not heard of any reports of someone dying from the test. What a word. No, I know. but I mean, you know, people aren't going to want to be tested if they got to yeah. go through something like that. You that's know, the problem grow, with it. Grow uh, up, bud. Come on. <laughs> Bud. Suck it up, Buttercup, right? Exactly. Is that my new name, Buttercup? It might be. Uh, this is a tough, tell you what, it's a tough room here, you know? I got a swab right here for you. <laughs> Go swab the decks there, Spectre. All right, listen, we're going to we're gonna launch into something pretty incredible in a moment that I caught on Fox News that is not being widely reported, but it should be. You've been hearing about Phase 1, Phase 2, and the spending plans Congress is coming up with, and two of them have been passed. Now the Senate is launching into Phase three do you have any idea what they are seriously considering it dwarfs the concept of sending out a couple of thousand dollar checks to every american it's unbelievable it is called income replacement listen to lindsey graham in a moment it's the most important segment of today's show and it'll come up after an update of orlando's news weather and traffic in just two minutes on good morning orlando it is 709 Headlining presidential politics on the Democrat side right now, candidate Bernie Sanders will reportedly assess his campaign after losing to Joe Biden in Tuesday's primaries, Florida included. The Sanders campaign released a statement yesterday saying with the next primary contest a couple of weeks away, Senator Sanders is going to be having conversations with supporters to assess his campaign. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7, HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Uh, let me assess that for you, Bernie. Your campaign is over. You really have no path to the nomination. Your party has cast their lots with sleepy Joe Biden. It's time to give it up. I'm not sure that he will, but that's what needs to happen here because that's the reality. But let's get back to what happened on Capitol Hill yesterday. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, very influential guy in the Senate, showed up on Neil Cavuto's show in the 4 o'clock hour in Fox. I was all over the dial listening to the good guys, the bad guys, everybody, local, you name it, news conferences, state, local, national, all over the place happening at the same time. But I rolled on this and I caught it. It is not getting enough attention. First of all, here's Lindsey Graham on the sudden new spirit of unity he sees in Congress. I've been on the Hill all day. I haven't seen this kind of spirit since 9-11. Everybody's looking at each other. Uh, as a ally, not a foe, uh, people in America, you begin to see the best of the country. Okay, that's very nice. But now stay tuned for this because I want you to react to this. I can barely get my arms around what they're working on called Phase 3 in the United States Senate. All right? 
There's been phase one of coronavirus relief. That was the $8 billion that was passed a short time ago. And then just signed off on by the president after the Senate passed the House bill. We had that trillion-dollar-plus package of relief. Um, coronavirus testing will be free. Um, there'll be paid emergency leave for those who are infected or caring for somebody in their family who has coronavirus. Now comes phase three. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has said the Senate will stay in session and will not leave until this gets passed. What's phase three all about? I didn't know, but Lindsey Graham tipped his hand. What are lawmakers thinking of doing to help furloughed workers survive? I mean, this goes way beyond sending out a couple of $1,000 checks in April and May. That's a 500000 make that $500 billion cost to the Treasury. Listen to this and try to imagine what it might cost to do what Graham and some other members of Congress are considering. Here's the problem. 80% of the workforce is going to be impacted by the containment policies. The money we're spending to deal with health care is going to pale in comparison with the money we spend to stabilize the economy. I'm looking to make sure that we have wage replacement, that we replace your income as much as possible so that you don't have your life turned upside down. If I gave you your paycheck, that would be enough to get you through until we can find a way to fully deal with the virus. There's bipartisan support to have the federal government to put more money into the unemployment insurance system. Uh, what I'm talking about is three quarters of your salary up to $80,000 as a general idea. There seems to be a lot of Republican and Democratic support for that. Can you even imagine what that would cost? I mean, are we left with no choice here with people being thrown out of work because of social distancing and other factors related to the war on the coronavirus. Can you even imagine that? If a $1,000 check in April and a $1,000 check in May to every working American costs $500 billion, and that's the approximate number, giving everybody three-quarters of their pay, every paycheck, until the coronavirus crisis passes, which could be several months, some say could be a year, could be 18 months. That is what they're looking at with phase three in the halls of Congress. And Graham, you heard him say, there is strong bipartisan support for this package of relief called income replacement. I find this breathtaking, my friends. What do you say? 407-916-5400. Text line 23680. Throw in your name in town if you'd like. Uh, data rate supply, standard message and data rates on the text line. I mean, what's your reaction to what you just heard from Senator Lindsey Graham? I gotta catch my breath again. I really, truly do. Patriots, let's talk about this, shall we? Another presidential um, 
headline for you right now, this from the Republican side. Former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld will formally end his campaign for the Republican nomination for president today. Uh, Weld's announcement actually um, will come a day after President Trump formally clinched the nomination. Weld had earned only one delegate in the race. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. If I gave you your paycheck, that would be enough to get you through until we can find a way to fully deal with the virus. There's bipartisan support to have the federal government to put more money into the unemployment insurance system. Uh, what I'm talking about is three quarters of your salary up to $80,000 is a general idea. There seems to be a lot of Republican and Democratic support for that. That's from Lindsey Graham. Uh, saying that, Breathtaking. Yeah. They're only going up to eighty grand. Well, what good does it do me, bud? Come yeah, on. <laughs> really, you high roller, you. But, I mean, when you look at the number of people out of work because of the coronavirus through no fault of their own, floating them every paycheck, three-quarters of what they normally make till the end of the crisis, I don't know how you do that. Well, forget about eliminating the deficit. Among other things. Let's go to the phones. Michael is on the line from Claremont. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, I'm going to heard that a little differently than you guys did. It just sounds to me like they're just prepared to fund a program that already exists, which is the National Unemployment Insurance Program. And it's not meant for everybody. It's going to be meant for people who file for unemployment as a result of this. So, yeah, it's, um, it's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be easy, but it is necessary, and it is a program that already exists. They're just prepared to buffer the amount of money that's in the program. Any way you um, slice it, it is an unimaginable number of trillions of dollars, Michael. I don't think you could look at it any mm-hmm. other way. However, go ahead, Yaffe, before I bring Kim on here. Well, I just wanted to mention a lot of times with current unemployment programs, you have to prove that you're looking for work. But this would be a situation where you wouldn't be able to look for other work. Well, you can look. Yeah. <laughs> you just won't find anything. So they would have to change that part of it as well. But you're making fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. He's going to make you three quarters whole for the yeah. duration of this crisis. Can you money. even imagine the money? Let's go to Kim in Orlando. Um, we're really in an unimaginable situation here dealing with a war on the coronavirus. No question about it. But, Kim, what's your thinking based on what you've heard from Senator Graham? Well, I also concur with the last caller, and here is my thought. If you do not spend the money to make the people whole, the people that through no fault of their own, not even due to an economic downturn, have been forced out of their jobs by government mandate, people have to eat. If you don't, you're going to have rampant unemployment. People are not going to be able to uh, eat. They're not going to feed their family. They can't purchase medicine for their children for themselves you're going to have rampant homelessness and you're going to wind up with rioting and looting wow worst case scenario so if we because i'm sorry a person's got to eat tell me where does the money come from to do this well that they seem to find the money to fund every liberal uh grant that they want to fund maybe we stop cutting down on research grants and start yeah 
Nobody's talking about offsets here. I haven't heard anybody talking about, well, let's cut spending there. It would be nice, but it ain't happening, Kim. Appreciate your take on it all. On the text line you've got incoming. Yeah, here's a simple statement. Go pound sand, Lindsey Graham. That's uh, one person not happy (laughs) with the proposal. Another person, though, says um, forget about bailouts. Open everything back up. This is way overblown. More people will commit suicide from desperation and depression than the virus will kill. And Rich from Deltona says, where will we get the money from? China? China. China. I can't believe people are still saying this is overblown. (laughs) It feels that with all his heart. I know he does. I know he does. I don't think we're going to be saying that. Anyone's going to be saying that a month from now. I really don't. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's important stuff. And, Alan, uh, you have so much news, a lot of it coronavirus-related, so how about we get to it? Coronavirus impacts the Orlando area, bud, and lawmakers return to Tallahassee today to approve a budget. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together and elsewhere in just two minutes, 729 on Good Morning Orlando. Going on locally vis-a-vis the coronavirus crisis. Let's find out right now from Alan. Officials here, bud, are cautioning residents to expect some tough times ahead as the coronavirus pandemic spreads. Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings talking about the impact on the hospitality industry. Uh, We highly encourage restaurants restaurants to remain uh, open for takeout and delivery services. With the closure of our major theme parks, many sectors of our tourism industry really are hurting. They're hurting deeply at this point. Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer salutes nonprofits that are helping those who are struggling. We're grateful for our partners like Heart of Florida United Way, who's helping connect residents with financial assistance through their 211 program, and the establishment of a fund to assist our Alice workers, and to Second Harvest Food Bank, who's helping us feed those in need. The number of coronavirus cases in Orange County is rising. The Florida Department of Health announced yesterday that five more county residents had contracted the illness since the day before. That brings the total number of cases to 11 in Orange County. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Precautions are being taken as lawmakers return to Tallahassee today to vote on the state budget. More from Rory O'Neill in our newsroom. Before this final vote of the session, lawmakers will be screened, some twice before they're even allowed on the floor of the House of Representatives. Boxed lunches are being brought in to help the 120 House lawmakers practice social distancing The legislature is set to approve a $93 billion spending plan for the year ahead, which includes $300 million to fight the coronavirus. And there's more in reserves, too, in case more cash is needed to battle the pandemic. Rory O'Neill, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando. Coronavirus continues to mean cheaper gas. AAA's W.D. Williams says concerns about COVID-19 have led to canceled flights, postponed travel, and people working from home creating a glut of crude oil on the market. 20% of Florida's gasoline stations have less than $2 a gallon gasoline available right now. Uh, With current trends that we are seeing, we can see it significantly below $2 a gallon in many markets throughout Florida. Williams says airlines have also cut 13% of their routes and coronavirus concerns are affecting every aspect of the transportation economy. So how low is the lowest gas price you are seeing? Give us the price and the general location. Text us now at 23680. The NBA could play a charity game to give basketball-starved fans something to watch. 
Commissioner Adam Silver telling ESPN that's a possibility. Silver adds he's not ready to think about having to cancel the season, but admits he's not sure how the schedule will look or if fans can attend when NBA play does resume. Elsewhere. Thanks to the coronavirus, this song is back in the top 40. It's the end of the world as we know it was a hit for R.E.M. in 1987. Lead singer Michael Stipe is singing the chorus in a new coronavirus PSA. In a video on Twitter, Stipe assured his fans that, like the song goes, I do feel fine, I feel okay. He said that he's quarantining and urged his fans to do the same. End of the world. I hope that's not the theme song. That the world's going to be playing here in the middle of this thing. This edition of Elsewhere is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. The Stones are going to have to wait to get started. The Rolling Stones are postponing their no-filter tour because of the coronavirus. The North American leg of the tour was to start on May 8th in San Diego and include a July 5th stop in Tampa, but it's now being delayed indefinitely. The Stones said on their website they're hugely disappointed to postpone the tour, but that the health and safety of everyone has to take priority. We're just seeing tour after tour being canceled, and you don't expect... Pretty much don't expect to go anywhere where there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah, and, you know, all of these old bands that are getting back together and going to take this tour, and we're all excited about it, and it's all going down the drain. Yeah, and they're... They're the last people who need to be out and well, <laughs> among other, a lot of people. Oh, you're right. You know the Facebook meme, though, it's going around. If Keith Richards gets coronavirus, then we all worry. There you go. <laughs> and finally, the coronavirus is not stopping those costumed characters in New York City's Times Square from trying to get hugs and pictures to make a buck. The New York Post put video up of Cookie Monster, Elmo, and a few others taking photos and trying to flag down tourists. Elmo was spotted going after a family with children who were seen hustling away. The naked cowboy, who traditionally only wears his cowboy hat and tidy whities has now added a face mask. (laughs) That's his only concession to the virus? Uh, Everything is better now. Find these stories and more on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Evidently, uh, social distancing is a foreign concept to those characters in Times Square. Uh, they got to make money. <laughs> you could maybe they'll ask people to pay them not to get a hug. Yeah, they're. <laughs> Give me money, I won't hug you. Oh, man. Hey, listen, we've got a problem here. Uh, blood donations are way down. What's the problem? How can you help? Is it safe to give blood while we all live our new lives in coronavirus world. One of the top executives with One Blood, the local blood bank, Susan Forbes, live on the 50,000-watt front porch with what you need to know in just a moment after we do a quick update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. 
It is joining us right now, this important local coronavirus headline with all public schools closed until at least April 15th in the state of Florida. Orange County's 25,000 teachers will not have to show up for work on Monday. They weren't happy about the school district ordering them to report next week to prepare lessons for distance learning. They were afraid they might catch the virus and bring it back home. But last night, Superintendent Barbara Jenkins sent teachers a message saying we heard your concerns and we have urged them to stay tuned for more details on training and planning to be done virtually. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories right here for you on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. It's watching one of the... Uh, local TV news operations yesterday, and I saw Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer and Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings ready to roll up their sleeves and donate blood. Apparently, blood donations are way down. Uh, One Blood is the local blood bank here, and Susan Forbes is our special guest. She is the Senior Vice President for Corporate Communications and Public Relations. Bud Hedinger and Alan Spector here with you, along with the rest of the gang. Susan, Thanks for coming on. What can you tell us about the critical need for blood right now? Well, thanks for having us. Um, To give you an idea of the magnitude of what we're facing here in the past week or so, we've now had over 1,700 blood drives canceled uh, through May, which translates to 25,000 fewer donations. So we're urging people to continue making blood donation a habit. The good news is people are answering the call, and they're coming out to donate, which is tremendous. And we encourage them to rebook their next appointment because this is not a one-and-done. This is for the long haul, and what's unfolding is really unprecedented for our operations and it's going to impact our operations for months to come. Why are all these blood drives being canceled? Because as businesses and schools and movie theaters shut down, uh, that's limiting the locations where we can go to hold blood drives. That's where we go. You always see the big red buses at those locations, and they're not open. So now we we need the community's help in getting creative on how we can have blood drives at other locations. Um, Even if you're closed, how can we do that outreach to your uh, team members or to other people that we can continue having these blood drives and bringing people into our donor center? because the blood center will not close. We are open. The need for blood never stops. Yeah, and Susan, uh, with or without blood drives, people who want to give, where can they go? And are you making special precautions uh, in in light of the coronavirus uh, regulations and guidelines from the government? OneBlood.org, and you can find a donation location or a big red bus near you. You just type in your zip code, and they all come up. As far as safety is concerned, that's our top priority at all times, and we're regulated by the FDA, so we have to follow very strict safety protocols. In addition, we've implemented social distancing practices at our blood drives and at our donor centers, and um, all of our team members already wear medical gloves. We're wiping down everything that uh, all the equipment in the donor beds after each donation with disinfectant, uh, and only help people can elig- are eligible to donate blood, so we're a very safe environment. FDA has said it, it remains safe to donate blood, and we need people to continue doing that. Susan Forbes, any final words for us? Uh, we're very grateful to everybody who's answering the call. Uh, just continue doing that. We're going to need you for the long haul. Need for blood never stops, and we appreciate everybody's help in the community. I've got to tell you, I watched you yesterday. You are impressive, and boy, you're a great presenter on television and on radio and a great image. Say hello to my buddy Pat Michaels down there, will you? I will. He's working hard, man. Yeah, we worked together for years and years ago at Channel 6 and the television. 
television operation Pat there. Pat Michaels, Channel 6 weather. Exactly what he sounds like, still does. Good man. Susan yeah. Forbes, Senior Vice President, Corporate Communications and Public Relations for One Blood. Thanks for the vital work you do. Thanks for um, sounding the alarm here this morning, and I know our listeners will respond. Thank Have you. a great day. Thank you, Susan. You Bye-bye. All right. Boy, she really is. She yeah. is just terrific. Yeah, I and, saw her on TV yesterday. Yeah, very strong. And, um, and man, I'll tell you what. Um, she nailed it, and, mm-hmm. and that's terrific. You say we got three minutes. She gives you three minutes, and it's just uh, all kinds of information there. Uh, in a moment, Rush has the morning update. By the way, we're getting a lot of textures here showing us the lowest gas prices and where to go get the cheap petrol. And if you want to join them on the text line, we'll relate what you have found. Uh, the cheapest gas you found anywhere in Central Florida. Where is it? How much does it cost? Text us at 23680. Throw in your first name in town and general location if you'd like. Rush with a morning update after our latest update. It's traffic, weather, news, the whole deal here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Another coronavirus Florida headline for you right now. I think it's the number one rated beach in the entire nation is soon going to be off limits. We're talking about the city of Clearwater declaring a state of emergency yesterday. Officials ordering Clearwater Beach closed for at least two weeks, effective Monday. The city of Tampa also announced its beaches will be closed indefinitely. Pinellas County will keep beaches open, but officials are asking visitors to limit their groups to 10 people and stay six feet away from other groups. Uh, Same orders on Volusia County, basically, and Brevard County beaches, which are still being kept open. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories for you, and good morning, Orlando. Coronavirus updates multiple times an hour, every hour. News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Rush Limbaugh. It was only last week the EPA declared the residents of San Francisco need environmental protection. The EPA issued a notice accusing the liberals who run the city of violating the Clean Water Act. Now, according to the EPA, there are substantial volumes of raw and partially treated sewage flowing through and across the beaches and into San Francisco Bay. There are also high concentrations of zinc and lead on the beaches. The sewage system in San Francisco is so overwhelmed with crud, it's even been flowing down the streets and into people's houses. So in San Francisco today, people have to navigate piles of human feces and use needles on the streets. Homeless vagrants set up camp wherever they want. The elected Democrats who run the place give sanctuary to illegal immigrants who can then escape punishment by San Francisco juries if they murder an American walking along a pier. Now we got raw sewage and other contaminants flowing through the streets into people's homes on the beaches and into the bay. Meanwhile, the liberals who run San Francisco pass resolutions calling the NRA domestic terrorists. They pass laws banning plastic straws. Now, if you decide to leave your heart in San Francisco, make sure it's in a hazmat suit, folks, especially if you leave it on the beach. Ugh, yucko. Tax season can be a pain, but it is worth it when you open the mailbox and get the refund you were waiting for. Unless somebody else has already filed your return. Yeah, during tax season, your personal info may be shared more than usual. 
you need LifeLock, the number one most recognized brand in identity theft protection. LifeLock monitors for uses of your personal information, alerts you to possible suspicious activity, and if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated identity restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having LifeLock means one less thing to stress about during tax season. Head to LifeLock.com or call 800-440-4833. Use the promo code RUSH to save up to 25% off your first year. That's promo code RUSH. 25% off at LifeLock.com. The lowest gas prices our listeners have seen in Central Florida. We'll run them down in just a moment. Thank you, texters. But Paul in Davenport has been watching. Hey, Paul, it's the Bud Man. You're on. Let's talk, shall we? So what are you thinking as the coronavirus crisis unfolds around you? Good morning. How you doing? Good. Talk to uh, us. Well, what I'm going to say is not going to be popular, but it's what I feel and the research I've done. I think there is a lot of hype about this. Well, people have to be careful. When you look at from October 1st of 19 to February 1st of 2020, 12,000 people died in this country from the flu. Last year, 61,000 died from 2017 to 2018. Where was all the concern then? This is not as bad as that flu is. I don't get There's something else going on here. And when the smoke clears, there's going to be very different repercussions to our economy, to a lot of things. And I just think there's something else going on. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. The president is now fully on board. He's declared war, as we'll hear in the 8 o'clock hour. Hey, can you do anything about the phone sound we're hearing? Um, I mean, you're banging around all over the place here, Paul. My time is tight. But let me ask you. I think so. Let me ask you one quick question here. Sure. How many people need to be dead from the coronavirus before you say it was not hype? Well, how many people need to be no, dead? No, 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 no. Answer flu. a question. Don't I ask don't it. Know. No, but you tell me. Way. If we lose 100,000 people, will you agree with me it was not hype? No. If we lose 500,000, will you agree with me it was not hype? But again, this is hypothetical. I'm asking you a question, Paul. If 500,000 are dead in a year, and some say it could happen, will you then agree with the Bud Man it was not hype? Uh, I guess I will. Thank you very much. What about the gas prices? What do you see out there? Uh, Lots of different prices. Lots below $2 a gallon. Uh, One person said $1.97 at the racetrack in Apopka. Another person said a dollar eighty nine four thirty six in Howell Branch. Gas Joe's checking in one eighty seven at a station on Dean and Lake Underhill one ninety three. Most places near Waterford Lakes. That's pretty good. Am I seeing something in the one seventies? You've already said that. Uh, one seventy nine at Costco in Altamont Springs. And, and from Rory in our newsroom, ninety nine cents in London, Kentucky. Sorry, Alan. That's what, what I would. Is he <laughs> serious about that? Is he serious about that? Yeah. Scoop. Scoop Fox. That's almost worth the drive. Let's go to London, Kentucky. (laughs) Sorry, Alan. News coming, Alan. What's up? The president says we weren't ready for the coronavirus, and Tom Brady is not yet a done deal in Tampa. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together, in just two minutes, 7.59 on Good Morning Orlando. 
WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us here on the 50,000 watt front porch on a beautiful looking Thursday morning at 8 as we update Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour the coronavirus snuck up on us. More in one minute. The president declares war on the virus. Is it a war? Let's talk next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The worldwide total of coronavirus cases is now over 220,000, and some 9,000 people have died. More than 85,000 of those who had coronavirus have recovered. Here in the U.S., the number of cases tops 9,400. The death toll is at least 150. President Trump is signing off on a coronavirus relief bill. The sweeping measure passed yesterday by Congress provides free testing for the coronavirus, some paid sick leave for workers, and boosts unemployment benefits. Trump says the coronavirus snuck up on us and our system wasn't ready for it. We inherited a very obsolete system. This was a system that was uh, out of date, obsolete, or it was a system that was never meant to take care of the number of people that we're talking about, millions and millions of people. At a White House briefing, Trump claimed there is ongoing progress in the effort to distribute more coronavirus test kits. He also announced a way to help expedite U.S. production of medical equipment. We'll be invoking the Defense Production Act just in case we need it. Trump said he feels as though he's now a wartime president fighting an invisible enemy. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in Florida continues to rise. The Department of Health now reporting 328 people have tested positive statewide and eight people have died. As cases mount in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis says... The state wants to make sure there are enough hospital beds for those who are seriously ill. You want to have a system in place so that people, run-of-the-mill COVID-19 patients who do not require hospitalization um, are able to get, uh, you know, diagnosed, tested, and then be able to be in self-isolation without that clogging the hospital systems. Eighty percent of those who catch COVID-19 only have mild cases. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Some scientists are calling yesterday's earthquake in Utah a warning, especially for newer residents. It could have been much worse, and so uh, it is a wake-up call. Many people move here. They don't know earthquakes happen in in Utah. Even people that have lived here their whole life, they might not have felt uh, something like this. Keith Coper, who's the director of seismograph stations at the University of Utah, says the 5.7 magnitude quake near Magna in the Salt Lake City area was the type scientists like because it calls attention to being aware and prepared for bigger earthquakes. The Tom Brady era in Tampa Bay is still on hold. NFL Network reports the two sides have yet to finalize a deal, hitting a snag over contract language. Talks are extending into today, but the deal with Brady is still expected to get done. The 42-year-old quarterback is leaving the New England Patriots after 20 seasons and six Super Bowl championships to sign with the Bucks. WFLA News Time is 8.06. Pennies worth thousands of dollars could be in your pocket right now. Call me.
<laughs> that story is online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. So I locked horns with Paul, who's been a loyal listener for a long time. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. He's a very thoughtful listener and a very smart guy and a real patriot. And somebody says in response on the text line, Bud, if the coronavirus kills less than the annual flu does, are you going to say it's all a hoax? I don't think I'll say it's a hoax because I don't think there's an intentional deception out here. I'll say that we way overestimated the threat, but based on what's happened elsewhere in the country, China, Italy, South Korea, and now scores of other countries, and now what's I think about to happen here, I don't think it's a hoax, and I think we're going to have far more deaths than most people have come to grips with here, and the estimates on the high side, worst case scenario, are absolutely astounding. Yeah, in fact, uh, there's a study in the U.K., which indicated possibly 2.2 million Americans could die from coronavirus. Think about that. If it kills 500,000 in a year, it comes in third right behind heart disease and cancer in terms of what kills Americans. Um, I don't see when, when you've got the president fully on board and, and, and it seems to have bipartisan political support in this completely divided nation politically here, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Do you think this is all a hoax? Do you think it's a conspiracy? Paul said there's something going on here. What exactly do you think it is if that's where you are? Yeah. Is this all hype? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. First name in town, welcome. Standard message and data rate supply. In a moment, the commander-in-chief declares war. Is it a war? We'll get to that. But if you're listening to us now from home, um, you'll want to hear this. Yes, you can now listen to WFLA on your smart speaker. If if you have an Amazon Alexa device, tell Alexa to play News Radio Orlando on iHeartRadio. If you have a Google smart device, tell Google play WFLA Orlando. Fair enough. And uh, we're going to dive right in. Phone lines are already lighting up, Alan, so let's get to it. Right after an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it's 8.08. If it is joining us right now, Capitol Hill is lending a hand to small businesses during the pandemic of coronavirus. Uh, Republican Senators Marco Rubio of Florida, Susan Collins of Maine, have unveiled what they call the Rescue Businesses Act. This came yesterday. It is a $300 billion emergency economic relief plan for small businesses. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Before we get to the question of whether or not all of this with the coronavirus is all hype, it's a hoax, it's a plot, it is overblown, um, let's listen to the president. And you tell me, is this a war? The president certainly put us on a war footing yesterday and declared war on the coronavirus. I would like to begin by announcing some important developments in our war against the 
Chinese virus. Do you consider America to be on a wartime footing in terms of fighting this virus? I do. I actually do. I'm looking at it that way. We're going to win this war. That is so important we've had to do in order to win this war. It's a war. After the war is won, we can immediately go right back up to where we were. But we have to win the war first because of what we have to do to get rid of, to win this war. All right, there it is. Do you think that's overblown? Has the president gone over the edge here? 407-916-5400. Toll-free 866-916-5400. And the, uh, uh, the text line 23680, a standard message and data rate supply. And uh, Yaffe, what's your thought on all of this? You know, I think one of the reasons why some people still think it's hype is because there are just so many unknowns. You know, Alan gave a study where it says 2.2 million people in the U.S. could die. I've seen studies that say 1 million. I've seen other studies that suggest the death rate is probably a lot lower. So we just don't know. And I think the uncertainty is what causes a lot of the questioning. And I think it's okay to ask questions so we don't overreact and, you know, destroy the country in the process of something. All right. Do you think there's some kind of a sinister plot? Paul said on the phone just no, before 8 o'clock, no. you know, something's going on here. We're going to find out what it is. Do you think that there's there's a conspiracy? Do you think when you know, if it's a hoax, that means somebody's trying to pull the wool over your eyes? It's not real. No, I think I, I don't think of any of that. I think it's just the unknowns. Scare I think people. it's a conspiracy. I think China released this in a lab to get rid of the people who are protesting the Muslim internments. And it got out of control. That's why the first doctor that discovered it uh, died from the disease. They were squelching the numbers. And the hashtag, China lied, people died, trending yesterday. Good stuff. Interesting. I mean, it's hard to know what the truth truly is. But the virus is here. But then again, some people think, well, wait a minute. The virus is really not here. And if it is here, it's not anything worth turning the country inside out for. Uh, Rick, you're in Orlando reacting to all of this. Good morning, Rick. Welcome to the show. Good morning, bud. And and I agree with the last thing you just said um, uh, as far as turning the country inside out. But let's put on our critical thinking caps and um, consider the language. It may, it could, it might, um, and and not that it will, it does. Everything is, there. it's conjecture, they're projecting, Um you got China who lies, didn't release data. You've got information coming from Europe, which is leftist. You've got 90% of the world news outlets, outlets which are leftist. So um, we're not getting good information. They're not letting this uh, crisis go to waste. But, but to, to what end? I mean, who is driving this? You cannot say, I don't think, that it is a liberal Democrat plot to destroy the president. The president's fully on board with the war. Some may say he was slow to get there, but you well, know, and, and what? What? I mean, who? Who is the sinister force here, Rick? Oh, let me tell you. Okay, so I don't. I don't paint liberals as leftists. I think true liberals, true conservatives have more in common than either one thinks. I think if, if Trump wasn't on board, then he'd be accused of political malfeasance, and they'd probably try to impeach him again. So is the president being duped by the leftists? Well, you know what, but you're a religious man, as am I. You know, um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. I mean, you know, unseen forces. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just... It's just something doesn't yep. seem right. I understand where you're coming from, Rick, but I continue to hear in our phone calls, I don't know, which plays to what Yaffe said. 
there are so many unknowns. Yeah. You are looking for the boogeyman out there. Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm going to talk about this more tonight on my show. Beyond Reason, 7 p.m., we'll have more coronavirus stuff. Good. I'm glad you mentioned that, and then you'll be on later in prime time. That's correct. At 9 o'clock, we'll be talking about how to build up your immunity system as well as the COVID virus. Fair enough. We got Nate on the line. Stay in, uh, if you can, from Indy Atlantic, way out on the coast. Says uh, we're being uh, media-driven into a depression here, so the media is the boogeyman here. And the president who hates the media has been apparently duped because he's now leading the war against the coronavirus. So he is believing all of this is real, not hyped, not a hoax. Uh, Rob also says, you know what, it is overhyped. We've overreacted. We've got a real dilemma going. How do you see it here? Or do you think it's just the way the president and his team are portraying it? We got an international pandemic here, and this is a matter of life and death. And a lot of lives are on the line, and draconian measures are appropriate and essential. How do you see it? 407-916-5400, and on the text line, 23680. Headlines, breaking news. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is on television right now saying, among other things, because Yaffe is rolling on it, so stay tuned. If we get sound cuts you need to hear, we'll play them. Uh, Among other things, that the party is over for spring breakers here in Florida. More coming. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. My co-host Alan Spector is so busy as you can imagine with the avalanche of coronavirus-related news. I have to ask you, as I asked Yaffe and Melissa, and as we're discussing with our callers and texters, Is the coronavirus the real deal, or is this just some plot, some sinister uh, hoax? What is this? I believe it's the real deal, and like you, I would like these people who think it's a hoax to explain to me who's behind it and what's the motivation behind it. If it is a hoax, do you think we here at Good Morning Orlando are in on it and furthering the hoax, or are we just innocent dupes? Yeah, really. Come on, tell us what you think. That's what the 50,000-watt front porch is for. 407-916-5400. If you want to cheap out on the toll-free, everybody wants to save a little money right now, you can save a little money. 866-916-5400. Text us at 23680. Texters, you got to wait in line. we got to take the callers first because it is, as much as we love you, a talk show. Mike, you're in St. Cloud. Good morning from Osceola County. What's on your mind, Mike? Good morning, Bud Man. I'm going to keep it quick. I think something happened. I think this virus escaped from that secret lab in Wunan that doesn't exist on the map, and it got out of control. But here's what I see really happening. Yes, it's a real crisis, but now MAGA in capital letters. We're going to be kicking some Chinese coolie butts. And we're going to be bringing back pharmaceuticals. We're going to be bringing back medical supplies. And we're going to revamp our trade policies. And I predict vaping is going to be wiped out because that's one of the irritants with the young kids. And smoking is going to decrease. So I see nothing but good. Wow. How interesting is all of that? And Mike said MAGA. I thought for a minute he said Magna, which is the town in Utah that had the earthquake. No, no, no. It's make America great again. Is there some connection between the earthquake and coronavirus? And you don't hear kicking Chinese coolie butt very often, do you? No, you don't. Dave, you're in Polk, 
City. What's going on here, Dave? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I believe that uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS, either one, they have a lab. They got together some microbiologists, and they went to China, and they spread it around. Now, listen, uh, they got all them Uyghurs in re-education camps, so they're, they're not happy with the Chinese. So they go to China and spread it. The Chinese blame us, and we blame the China, and we start a war. And they sit back smiling. Do you see a shooting war coming, or is this just well, a war against an unseen enemy, I the think virus? that's their intention. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, the thing is, no matter how it started, Thank you. it's here. It is. It's here, and we have to deal with it. And wait till you hear what Senator Lindsey Graham says. There's bipartisan support for in terms of spending unimaginable money. Oh, no, no, no. Far more than what you've been hearing. Next half hour. Coming up at the bottom of the hour now, we turn it over to my co-host, Alan, with our news update. Coronavirus means tough times in the Orlando area and a plea for blood donors. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together and elsewhere in just two minutes. 829 on Good Morning Orlando. Callers, I'll make you a promise. If you keep it to about 30 seconds apiece, I'll get you all on in the next segment here. you got to stay with me. If you hang up, you lose your place in line. You've got great takes uh, right here that, that need to be heard on both sides of this issue. Uh, in the meantime, Alan, let's tackle the coronavirus with the latest local developments. Yeah, the number of coronavirus cases in Orange County is rising, bud. The Florida Department of Health announcing that five more county residents had contracted the illness as of yesterday compared to the day before. That brings the total number of cases to 11. Orange County Mayor Jerry Deming says things are going to be tough for some time. I want our residents to know that this is going to be uh, an uncomfortable period of time that we're going to be living within for the next several weeks, perhaps uh, several months. Deming said more area hotels will close this week. The Hyatt Regency on I-Drive announced its closing as of today until May 3rd. Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer agrees with Demings that we're facing tough times, but we have lots of company. Our residents and our businesses are certainly, as Mayor Demings has indicated, already experiencing financial strain. This is an unprecedented and trying time, not just here in Central Florida, but nationwide and around the world. In Volusia County, the sheriff says nine more people have tested positive for the coronavirus. Brevard County announced yesterday it's closing all public beachside parking as of today, and officials are urging people to stay off the beach. This news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. There's a big drop in the number of passengers going through Orlando International Airport because of coronavirus. Nationally, we're probably, when you look at the top 20 airports, there's probably been about a 40% decrease. CEO Phil Brown says... That hits their bottom line as they look at ways to cut operational costs. Brown told the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority Board they have almost a year of operating cash on hand at the airport. The federal government might include $10 billion for airports as part of its relief package. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, it's time to think outside the box when it comes to donating blood. One blood is facing a severe blood shortage with hundreds of blood drives canceled because of the pandemic. 
if your business is closed, think about how we might be able to still have a blood drive and rally your employees or the people who visit your businesses on how to bring them out to the big red bus to donate. It's needed. And spokeswoman Susan Forbes says new protocols have been put in place to keep blood donations safe, including social distancing. Larry Spillman, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando. An astronaut who flew on Apollo 15 is dead. Al Warden became an astronaut for NASA back in 1966. He was a command module pilot on Apollo 15 and also served as a U.S. Air Force colonel. Al Warden was 88. Elsewhere. Yet another musical artist is responding to the coronavirus by performing online. Young said on his website that he'll present a series of streaming shows called the Fireside Sessions that will feature him sitting by the fireplace at his home and doing a down-home production. Other artists who've been doing online concerts include John Legend, Chris Martin from Coldplay, and Keith Urban. Getting creative, I like that. A British Columbia girl's discovery on a Mexican beach is putting her in the record books. Nico Wong was recognized by Guinness World Records after finding the world's biggest sand dollar. The creature was bigger than the fourth grader's head, measuring nearly six and a half inches. Wow, man, I've, I've collected sand dollars. I love them, but I've never seen one that size. No, because you would have had the record if you had. I would, and yeah. I probably wouldn't be here. I'd be famous, and I'd be on tour. You'd be another Nico Wong. <laughs> and finally, an update on a story we've talked about several times on Elsewhere. Katy Perry has won a major legal battle over her 2013 smash hit, Dark Horse. A California federal judge ruled this week that Perry, Capitol Records, writer-producer Dr. Luke, and others who worked on the song are not liable for infringing on a song by Christian rapper Marcus Gray. U.S. District Court Judge Christina Snyder found that Perry's Dark Horse... does not infringe on Gray's joyful noise. You know what it is. The judge said Marcus Gray could not identify concrete elements based on objective criteria that the two tracks are similar. What do you think, Mr. Music? I really, we've talked about this before, I think most of these uh, plagiarism lawsuits are a bunch of hooey. Ah, yeah, I'd agree. You want to talk about hype. Yeah. That's hype. <laughs> yeah. You know, as we've said, there's a limited number of musical notes to begin with. People are going to be influenced by other songs that mm -hmm. they hear. Uh, to me, unless it's pretty much an absolute duplication for three minutes or four minutes or however long the song is, you know, you can't take like six seconds of a song right. or ten seconds yeah. and say, well, that's exactly the same as my song. You know, it's it's entirely possible two people could think of the same musical passage. Right, right. It's not it's not musical plagiarism when that happens. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy Katy Perry won this. There you go. This suit. Find these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at wflaorlando.com. Listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. Elsewhere. 
Alan Spector. All right, on the phones on the coronavirus, whether or not it is hype, whether the president has been duped. Um, listen, Tony says the president's on the right track. Don's frustrated with the government response to the virus. And Ron says, among other things, this is a wildfire. Old folks are the trees. The young are the wind. You'll be heard next. And Thank our, you, Bob Dylan. Well, I'll tell you, the uh, textures seem to smell a media-driven rat here with what's going on with the virus and what we're doing in response to Wait it. Wait a minute, we're the media. You ain't heard nothing until you heard what Lindsey Graham thinks Congress may do to deal with all of this. Wow. Hang on to your wallets if anyone has any left. And the federal government with the biggest wallet of all. Where's this money going to come from? It's unimaginable what he's talking about. You'll hear him before we sign off at 9 o'clock. We roll on with an update now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in a quick two minutes on this edition of Good Morning Orlando. It is joining us right now, headlining the situation with the coronavirus. The worldwide total of cases now over 220,000. Some 9,000 people have died around the globe. More than 85,000 of those who had coronavirus, though, have recovered. Here in the United States, the number of cases tops 9,400. The death toll, more than 150. Here in Florida, the number of confirmed cases continues to rise. 328 people have tested positive statewide. Eight have died. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. We only got 15 minutes left in the show. A little less than that. I hope you callers can keep the deal I tried to strike of 30 seconds max to get you all on. Tony in Orlando on all of this controversy over whether or not the coronavirus is a real threat or not. It's not. And when it comes down to it, uh, and good morning, bud. Um, basically, he needs to say the words of war so he can get those bills passed. Two, a thousand people died with Obama. He put out a billion dollars, and the media was nowhere to be found but called him a genius. We have 150 had passed away approximately. What happened to the church and state? Jesus asked us to bring your sick, your poor. Where are the leaders of our church? Thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Your 30 seconds. To DeLand and Don, 30 seconds. Hello, Don. Hey, it's Don. Hey, I just wanted to say I, I'm disappointed. I don't understand why we have to spend money on every crisis. The easiest solution to this is or we take a bank holiday. There's no loan payments due. There's no bills due. The gas companies, the electric companies, all that stuff is all incestual with the government anyway. So if you relieve everybody of their bills, there's no loan payments due. You put it on the back end of the loan. How long is that holiday, Don? How long is that bank holiday? If we give everybody 30 days. And How about if this goes a year or a year and a half? How do we handle it if it goes a year, a year and a half, Don? Well, my solution is still a whole lot cheaper to put loan to put figures right. on the back end of loans. All right, thank you for that, sir, very much. Here is Ron in Orlando. Flesh out what's on the screen in front of me: wildfire, trees, wind. Go ahead, Ron. Hey, bud. I was just good morning. I was just want, thinking that if you want to uh, make it look to everybody can understand, just think of uh, the wildfires, the coronavirus. Trees are sick people and elderly. And the wind would be the uh, young people, healthy people. Good way to make it look, you know, so everybody can understand. Is this the real if deal? Is this a genuine threat, Ron? If what they're saying is true, yes. If 
I don't know. Other than that, I'm not sure. I don't know. All right. Got it. Thank you very much. The text line's on fire. Wish we could cover them all. A couple of highlights, if you will. Uh, one person did want to note that it's the Chinese virus, bud. Call it by its proper name. That's what the president's so, calling it, and he's yeah. right. Uh, one person said, name one expert that has ever been accurate in their estimates on how many people will die from past diseases. Got another, got another one that says yep. maybe now the United States can get out from under the hold of China. Okay. Listen, we're going to get back into this on succeeding shows, but I've got to get to what Lindsey Graham is talking about on Fox yesterday. It's not getting enough coverage. It is stunning what he says there's bipartisan support for in the halls of Congress. Stay tuned on that. Updating headlines for you right now. Capitol Hill is sending a lending a hand to a small businesses during this pandemic. Republican Senators Marco Rubio, Susan Collins revealed a Rescue Businesses Act yesterday. It is a $300 billion emergency economic relief plan for small businesses. President Trump, in the meanwhile, has signed off on the coronavirus relief bill. Uh, the sweeping measure provides free testing for the coronavirus, some paid sick leave for workers, boosts unemployment benefits. The Bill passed first by the House, passed the Senate yesterday, 90 to 8. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Complete coronavirus coverage every hour. News Radio WFLA Orlando. All right, that was phase two. Phase one on all of these rescue bills, big ticket items out of Congress was the $8 billion. Phase two is what you just heard. That's a trillion dollars plus, okay? But you've been hearing about phase three in the Senate. McConnell says the Senate will stay until they pass phase three. What's likely to be in it? This just absolutely rocked me yesterday when I saw Lindsey Graham on Fox. I want you to listen to this. What are the lawmakers thinking of doing to help furloughed workers survive? This goes way beyond sending out a couple of $1,000 checks in April and May to the tune of $500 billion dollars. Listen to this and try to imagine what it would cost to do what Graham and other members of Congress are considering. Here's the problem. 80% of the workforce is going to be impacted by the containment policies. The money we're spending to deal with health care is going to pale in comparison with the money we spend to stabilize the economy. I'm looking to make sure that we have wage replacement that we replace your income as much as possible so that you don't have your life turned upside down. If I gave you your paycheck, that would be enough to get you through until we can find a way to fully deal with the virus. There's bipartisan support to have the federal government to put more money into the unemployment insurance system. Uh, what I'm talking about is three quarters of your salary up to $80,000 as a general idea. There seems to be a lot of Republican and Democratic support for that. That would be $60,000 if you made 80000 if you make forty, it'd be thirty thousand dollars. This is far more than what unemployment compensation is. Yaffe here in Florida, that amounts to two hundred and seventy-five a week is I the mean, maximum. Think about mm -hmm. this across the land, and think about this as not being a one-time thing, mm. one paycheck. This is every pay period until the crisis is over. And as we discussed earlier, there are estimates this could go on for a year or a year and a half, Alan. Well, that's what happens when you put spendthrift Republicans in charge well, in Washington. Well, there you go. I mean, but think <laughs> about this. Graham says, and he ought to know, 
There's strong bipartisan support for doing this. Where does that money come from? Yeah. Where does that come from? We're, we're a trillion-dollar deficit this fiscal year, $24 trillion in debt nationally shortly. That's where we are. Where does that money come from? comes from the printing presses. The money tree. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, seriously, that's what they're going to have to I do. I mean, I know we're taking a huge economic hit. I mean, just a, I'm in agony for the people who have been thrown out of work through nothing that they did. But, I mean, is the American economy as we have known it ever going to be able to restored, to be restored to what it was just weeks ago? This is incredible what's going on. Don't mean to be alarmist, but that was pretty incredible stuff. Now, if you'd like more Yaffe and more Melissa, hey, we love it. And you'll love them. They're coming up in prime time tonight. Yeah, we're going to weigh the pros and cons of some of the response to the coronavirus receipt. I'm going to do that tonight on Beyond Reason Radio at 7 p.m. And then at 9 o'clock Connection Show, we're going to talk about how to build up your immunity system. We'll also, of course, address the coronavirus concerns with my Dr. David Klein from the Stages of Life Medical Institute in Longwood, 9 o'clock tonight. Alan, I know you'll continue working hard in the newsroom with updates all morning long, and we continue with um, multiple updates on the coronavirus um, uh, every hour, all day and all night. By the way, yesterday I heard the president's going to hold an important news conference, he says this morning. He said at 11, be on guard for that. And it has to do with the Federal Drug Administration and, uh, and and some things that are going on there. And I'm not exactly sure what it was. He was kind of intentionally cryptic, but that's probably going to be a big story tomorrow. Well, it seems minute by minute we get new stories, and it's, it's an effort to try to jam them into our newscasts here on Good Morning Orlando. We try to cover everything as best we can. You are the absolute master. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow. God bless you, and God bless America.